Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast, it's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic, you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You know why you're on trial here? You all right? It was until I saw that. Martin's dead. Bob is dead. Jesus is dead. They tried it peacefully. We gonna try something else. These rebels without a job. They're a threat to national security. This revolution, we may have to hurt somebody's feelings. When you came to Chicago, were you hoping to draw the police into a confrontation? I'm concerned you have to think about it. Give me a moment, would you, friend? I've never been on trial for my thoughts before. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. like some bad movie. It all sounds like some bad movie. Ah, it really does. Yeah. Except this time of year. The year this time of year we were we try and review good movies. We try. We try. We do. This is the time of year where we review what the man wants us to review. That's right. <laughs> and we only do it because we love all of you out there who tune in every week. And listen. And we hate ourselves. 
Uh, I'm not supposed to say that. All right, so um, <laughs> this is episode four of the movie Sucktastic Oscars for That's, 2021. Yep, this is the fourth film, uh, episode 336 of our show, uh, where we're reviewing the trial of the Chicago 7. Yes. I don't know. Well, we're, we're reviewing the film The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is the film about the trial of the Chicago 7. Correct. Right. Correct. Yes. Okay. And uh, I just want historical piece. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was. Yeah. No. Uh, another based on true events, true story film. We had mm-hmm. just reviewed Judas and the Black Messiah. Same thing. Um, what I found watching this movie is something I guess I really didn't know even about myself. I really, really enjoy courtroom dramas. <laughs> I don't know why. When they're done, we, we've been taught to hate them by, you know, being uh, mainstream blonde order for so much that it just seems right. cliche. But uh, when you do them right, they're great. Yeah, and this film was done right. This mm-hmm. this is a really, really good film. Uh, I You know, I try and get, I try and get my wife to watch some of these with me because, you know, normally we're reviewing shitty movies. It's what we do. It's it's our thing. So I'll say, hey, we're reviewing Oscar films. I have to watch this film this week. I have to watch this film this week. And she was like, uh, okay. Uh. And I, I told her, I said, we can watch both of them or we can watch one of them. And I said, Trial of Chicago 7, it's a courtroom drama. I said, that might be the one that we watch that you might find the most enjoyable. I don't know. And she she was like, I really don't feel like watching either one. So I I actually watched this today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her, I go, you made a big mistake. I go, this is a really well great done, yeah. great, great film. I mean, as far as courtroom dramas go, this film is excellent. And might I say, Frank Langella... I believe that he's a judge right now. I, 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 bought, I believe it. I buy it. Frank Langella is so fucking good as the judge in this. The, the, the best thing I read about this movie was that Frank Langella said that he enjoyed playing the judge. Right. Because he was such an evil, un, unsavable, just nasty character. Right. Uh, so Frank Langella actually said that the only person he ever played that was worse than this actual human being who was a judge was a Dracula Skeletor (laughs) he said it's two most evil characters he's ever played this guy and Skeletor and the judge Uh, he didn't find Dracula as as bad that's great all I'm going to say is I, I, I don't think that says nearly as much about uh, Masters of the Universe than it does well, this it's, judge. It's true. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like like as we're watching history, which we you know with the whole presidential hoo ha and and uh, psycho nonsense, um, it's like we're watching history live now. That is very like like watching this is like well well yeah this has actually happened and I'm actually watching the same thing happen right around me this is like, it almost makes you think less of history because like I, who needs that I got it happening today yeah it's the it, present day they you mm-hmm. know 
it's just it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But but it's also a, a part of history that's that I don't think is really fully taught in schools, at least enough. <clears throat> I only know it because I, I was curious outside of school, you know. Right. God forbid that. Well, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I like the fact that we have more movies coming out that are kind of trying to rep, uh, portray what it was like during these momentous events, especially when we're 50 years later and we're still struggling with a civil rights movement that you know has any real traction. Yeah, it, and and when it's met with half the country. Not even in support of it. It's it's pretty a uh, pretty appalling. Yeah, it's very shocking to think mm-hmm. that half of our country is so one sided, and, and the other half is so one. It, it's 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 pretty. It's you wouldn't think fifty, sixty years later we'd it. It, it I think <sighs> it almost feels like we were less divided then. <laughs> it's it's like that's how crazy now is. As yeah. far as uh, should I get a vaccine or not? It's like yes, you should. You absolutely should. I know I went there. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not even going. Yeah. Um. Uh. They didn't. Can I was... also say something real quick? No. no. It has to do with the movie, so don't worry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. When I went to get the slides to put the slideshow together. Uh, I couldn't help but notice how well, and even in Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, which I forgot to mention then, but I'll mention it here, how well they cast this movie. Mm -hmm. How well they got the characters, the actors, to look like the original people. They did a really good job with it. I was very, very surprised. Because, you know, when you watch a movie and it's like, oh, this person... It's like, okay, it probably looks a little bit like that person. You know, it doesn't really, sometimes it doesn't. But they, even if the person doesn't look exactly like they, the original uh, person that it's portrayed, they went through great lengths to try and make them look that way. Is this all a beauty contest to you, Joey? Is it all about looks to you? It's, well, no. It's not. Okay, just checking. I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, you know, Jorson, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He really looks a lot like uh, the attorney that he's playing, the the real one. They all oh, they, they all they, really kind of look like the person that they're portraying. They all really Con- do. Consular wasn't bad, yeah. You know, they all kind of look like them. They they did. And, Sasha Baron Cohen playing... Um, uh, Abby Hoffman. Abby Hoffman. Ah, I mean... He looks. Oh, he was great. He, yeah. I mean, he's nominated now, for best actor for this too. Now, I have no complaints about how it historically was portrayed. This isn't a real documentary, so you change timing and stuff. Right. The one thing I do want to mention because it, I feel like, they, and I know why they did it. They changed it for, for constraint of time, uh, because we're trying to do a two-hour movie on, on a trial that took like months. Yeah, six months. But, but the the one scene where they um, uh, Bobby, what was we just mentioned Bobby before Bobby Seal. Bobby Seal. In the scene where the, uh, the judge has Bobby Seal like chained to a chair and gagged right. in the in the court, um, it's a very traumatic scene, and uh, it, it's made to seem like um, it only took it was only like a brief instance. That went on for five days. 
Right. Well, you know, you're right. And the reason yeah. I even you know. know that is because it's mentioned in Judas and the Black Messiah. There is a scene in that movie yeah. where 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 uh, Jagger Hoover is talking about, you know, the, the drawing that uh, was done, the courtroom drawing. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, that must have been really uncomfortable for that long. And it's just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because in, in this film, it happens in the same scene. It is literally, it takes a minute or two right, uh, for them to get and, to the verdict of a mistrial for him because of what happened. And, yeah, and, and also, it was, I mean, and I'm, not wanting, I'm not picking apart the film. but No, like, no, no, no. I, I, I appreciate when they do stuff like this. Um, um, Black Messiah being killed didn't happen just before he had the breakdown. It wasn't connected in any way. Right. Right. Um, it happened during the trial, but not during that period of time, specifically. So it wasn't a trigger, an animus or anything of that nature. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the last episode, we mentioned about how Judas and the Black Messiah, and this has a parallel, and that's kind of what we're touching on right now. Um, yeah. I mean, and and just just a quick paraphrase of what the trial of the seven was. If you have no idea who the hell it is. Uh, the Chicago Seven were a group of people that were charged by uh, the DOJ as um, they practically terrorists. Yeah, pretty uh, much. But yeah, inciting violence, uh, provoking mm-hmm. uh, the, the protests into you know, violence against the, pol- the Chicago police, and you know all of that. Um, so yeah, which again, I mean, there are things in this that that. Uh, transpire about how uh, things kind of get started and you kind of look back to um, the Capitol, the riots that happened uh, on uh, January 6th of 2021. That's that's totally different, though. No, it is totally different. But what what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is words matter. You know what I'm saying? But but it, it doesn't work in this case. I mean... I, it, Why doesn't it's, it's, it? Things were said on cap uh, on the Capitol that incited right. a riot. But that wasn't the case for this. Uh, kinda. They they play that tape. They play that tape. But you're taking of, out of context, uh, so you can't. No, you no, can't no, no, Compare no. the two. You just can't compare the two. No, I'm That's not. All. I'm not trying to compare the two. What I'm. What I was. But what I'm getting at it. is saying words matter. What you say matters. That's not it, though. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. I'm not going to argue with you. I apologize. I'm not trying to come off hard on that one. But you I, are I, actually. I just no. And now, now the acting's great. Uh, the, the acting film, this is excellent. I mean, film, thr- throughout. Right, and the editing, uh, the how they pace the story, the flashbacks, things like that. Great. Almost too good, though. Why would you For, say almost too good, though? I, I'm about to tell you. Ah, please, because do, it do almost tell. feels it almost feels like a made-for-TV movie. Almost. Uh, um, I can't. You know, I I don't want to. I don't want to 100 percent agree with you on that because I don't know if it's the blocking, the way they had, you know, the way they have characters talk and the way scenes unfold. Something about it, I keep feeling like this was a made-for-TV. This is a educational, you know, to prime time film showing on abc you know i think the the line gets blurred a little bit 
because of this year, uh, because of COVID, because this did get a theatrical release, very limited. But for the most part, it was it was seen by everyone through Netflix and streaming. Mm-hmm. Had this gotten the proper theatrical release, maybe, maybe you wouldn't feel so much like that. I, 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 I no, I'm, I, I'm blaming the cinematography. You're blaming. Uh, and, was it nominated yeah. for cinematography? It was. Yeah, yeah. So it's up for I, six I, Oscars. For, uh, because of that, I, I feel between this and Black Messiah, that Black Messiah is the better film. Just by a by hair. cinematography, I mean, like, just if I was going to pick those t- between those two for best picture, I would go with Black Messiah, and I think cinematography has something to do with it. Cinematography, yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you Black Messiah is is a better film as far as cinematography, but as just to choose which is a better film, I felt that this was the better film. I felt mm. that it was it was paced better. I felt that the dialogue and acting. I mean, by the narrowest narrowest of margins, was better. Um, I, I just felt that this film, for everything that it portrays, except cinematography, because you only you can only get so much with that in a courtroom. Uh, whereas it was way deeper, uh, cinematography wise, in, in Judas and the Black Messiah. I enjoyed this film just slightly more. Just a vibe I get. I, I take this. I take this film sl- a little less seriously. It's less. It's le- It's, it's oh, not as me. serious a film. Yeah, that is correct. And that's probably why I feel that way. I, Judas and the Black Messiah like, is a. It's a more important message in that film. Well, I'm, I don't even more important, but it's, I'm, what, I'm, what I mean, all I mean is that um, um, Black Messiah um, was darker. I mean, it was really more realist. I mean, it it, it oh, wasn't yeah. as entertaining as it was as, sure. as it was truthful. I think you can, you can walk you walk away from Judas and the Black Messiah with a oh fuck, you know, it's like yeah, you know that it, and just because of what transpires in that film, you walk away from Trial of Chicago Seven more upbeat, well, and maybe also because. Since we talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, we've been we've been beating the death to to hate uh, courtroom dramas because of Law and Order. Growing up with all that stuff, that's probably why. Because now I've after so many years of television uh, courtroom dramas, right? Like just a courtroom drama itself feels. And what was the uh, what was the author that all he kind of wrote was courtroom dramas, and Hollywood latched onto him and made. God knows how many movies. We were be- getting beaten over the head with courtroom drama films for a long time. What you thinking of Grisham? Jo- that's right. John Grisham. Is it yeah. John Grisham? I don't care. Yeah, it's Grisham. I, th- I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it, I know it's Grisham. It's, it's Grisham. Um, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. His books are great. And the movies that they made on his books were actually, for the most part... You read his also... books? I've read a couple, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I kind of had a, a thing for... Like I said... I, I like courtroom dramas. <laughs> don't know why. I, I don't think I. Think. I don't think I could ever be a lawyer or would want to be, but I'm fascinated by it. What? Why are you looking at me so weird? I. Could, I never knew you read Grisham before. Listen, I read true crime too. Doesn't mean I want to go. You know, that's do any not of that the same stuff. thing. That's not the same. It's not thing. the same thing. But you're looking at me like, 
Like, like I don't know who you are. <laughs> what? I've, I, only, I, I've only read a ho- couple. Ho- ho- Holly's not going to take it well. Okay, sorry. I'm telling you. Okay. She's not going to take it well. Uh, now, I apologize uh, for me. But, I mean, Trial of the Chicago 7 is it's a very entertaining film, and it hits the beats where it's supposed to, and it gets the setup, and here's the, you know, the acts are clearly defined. Right. You know what's coming next. Um, this, this film is to entertain while educating. It pulls it up brilliantly. Uh, I just think there are other qualities that it's lacking a little bit, and that's what yeah. drives me towards the TV mentality. Um, and 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 like we were saying before, Sasha Baron Cohen's performance is excellent. It, I was it, surprised, especially you said you didn't even know it was him. No, I didn't. I I mean I I know him so well because I used to watch his show um, Ali G on HBO. It was a sketch comedy show. It was just so much fun. I mean I, that's I, where I, that's where characters like Borat and Bruno that's where they came about was on the Ali G show. So. What? <laughs> you just—I I don't know. I, I have—I have nothing against Sasha Barry Cohen at all. I just don't like a lot of his comedy stuff. It does not appeal to me. Okay, that's all. That's but fine. He was great in this. Well, hey, hey, he was the only—he was like the light, the, the the lightest part of Les Misérables. No, oh. <laughs> and he was and he was a scummy character, but he was just oh here's something I can enjoy right <laughs> for five minutes in between all the fucking ridiculous gloom. Um. So, but there's a scene in the in this film where uh, Frank Langella, who whose name is uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Hoffman. It's the same last name as of uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character Hoffman, Judge Julius Hoffman. Okay, yeah. there it is. So. It's the same last name. And there's a scene in the movie where he goes to great lengths to just make sure everyone knows that they are not related. And Sasha Barron's, <laughs> his line he delivers next is, he's like, no, father. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so well done. You know, it's so well done. And then there are scenes where, because he overrules so many things, because he's just a complete prick. The Chicago Seven, in unison, they're also overruled. You know, like it's yeah, just, overruled. Yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 it's you, serious. You, it's serious, but it's lighthearted too. Well, you get that kind of Animal House feel. Yeah, mixed with it. You know, the the, the rebels are up against the establishment. It's a very easy thing right. to get sucked into. It's a, you know, what was, uh, what's interesting it's, too. It's, well, it's interesting is that it's actually you know true. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, but it also draws in like that well what's interesting too is uh, there's seven of them but there are two that they you kind of find out later they said well you two are kind of thrown into this to make the other five because uh, they're the other five is the ones that they, that we really want and we'll probably mm-hmm. acquit you the two of you because yeah. you know we want to be made out to be like complete monsters uh and that's there's a scene later on in the film where they come back in um, where it's, it's the end of the trial and it's like final statement is going to be made and it's like those two are missing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit, that's exactly what happened. It, and, and again, the, the big, the one reason why I think this is definitely... Uh, uh, yes. Uh, and this, this, is, this is a consideration 
for best original screenplay going yes. up against Judas and the Black Messiah is that um, they condense like six, like, you know, what was it, a four months, six months trial? It was a ridiculously long trial. Yeah, it was, it, and they it had was six months. All of that in the two hours in a narrative form, not just describing it like in a documentary. So right. that's where I think the screenplay excels. And it doesn't so it doesn't feel long. It, it's it's just it, it said it feels like I'm just watching a TV show. Yeah, well, the thing of it, I mean, this film could have been three hours long, and under normal mm -hmm. oh. circumstances, it probably would have been received well anyway. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they kept it at two hours and got the same point across, and delivered the same performances, and delivered the same like, mm -hmm. really high quality film is it just really goes to show how well this film is made. Right I now, I don't 100% agree with the TV quality portion. I, again, I, I'm, I'm willing to say that's me. I'm not okay. accusing the film of doing anything. It's just the feeling I get. Uh, I already walked through my feelings on that. Mm -hmm. Don't bring that back up again like it's bad. Walk, bad. Well, you only just brought it up a minute and a half ago. No, but then you brought it up again. I was ready to move on. <laughs> All I'm going to say is... It didn't sound uh, like you're ready to move on. Out of the four films that we've already reviewed... Yes. This would be my favorite for best screenplay, original. Okay. Um, it would not be my favorite for best picture. Of the four. Of the four. Of the four and that we've reviewed say, so far. Yeah, and, and I will say that of the four we've reviewed so far, this one entertained me the most. I had the most fun. Uh, I enjoyed this watching this one the most. So what I'll say is, of the four... I agree. Best original screenplay. I'm on board with you on that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on board with it entertaining me the most. But I, f I feel that this of the four is my front front runner for best picture. Of the four. Okay. So, I I enjoyed I've enjoyed this one the most so far, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, yep, yeah. I agree. And and on IMDb, we've got it at 7.8. I think this is also a solid 8. I agree. I wouldn't, I'm a little... I wouldn't go higher than a, than a solid 8. I, I, I'm not as confident about that 8 as I was with uh, Black Messiah, but I'll go, I'll go with an 8. Well, I, well, here's a question. You can't, you can't give half points with IMDb. Would, yeah. you, would you just... If, if I wasn't any influence, would you give this a 7? I'd be on the fence. Really? I would fight you on that one. I, and, I, and deservedly so. I don't have it. I'm, I'm not passionately against the film. I just, yeah. uh, even though I enjoyed it the most, I, I, I feel like it, it was the simpler um, of the films we've watched so far, at least as far as it's, it's a very, again, it's a very standard. From a writing standpoint, it's not. From a filming standpoint, it is. Okay. And that, you know, and that, that even sounds dumb saying it out loud so i i, I might be off on this <laughs> can i also so. say can i also say that no. uh mark rylance who plays the lawyer um cussler uh cussler -huh. cussler yeah just sounds dirty um <laughs> he's won he's won an oscar for uh the bridge of spies right which i thought in my opinion, was a mediocre performance. I, I, I mean, I like Mark Rylance. I think he's a very good actor. But as far as 
what to give him an Oscar for. I think just about everything else I've seen him in has been better than that performance. And of course, the Academy loves a line. And his line throughout that entire film, multiple times throughout that film, is, would it help? It's yeah. like, is this really that intriguing? Oh, stop. Would it help? His performance in this is ten times better than what he did in Bridge of Spies. Convince right. me differently. I mean, oh. and he's not even nominated in this. You know, it's funny. I also, uh, Eddie Redmayne. Oh, right. Who gets nominated for everything. I don't believe he's nominated for well, this the either. Thing that I'm watching this is like, okay, I recognize that person, but I don't know who it is. And I look at it and oh, Eddie Redmayne. He says, oh, I, I know that name, but I don't know why because I don't recognize this guy. <laughs> And he's he's probably the most famous you can be as an actor and, and have someone like me not know who you are. <laughs> and, and it really just comes down to that most of the stuff he starred in is shit I don't care to watch. Now, ironically, he was in Les Mis. Yes. And once you tell me that, I mean, I wouldn't recognize him because he's wearing that, that cartoonish uh, Civil War makeup they got on or whatever it's called. Right. But if, I'm just like looking at the list. It's like a uh, uh, theory of everything. I watched that. Could barely stay awake. I don't know what else you played. Fantastic Beasts. Not watching that. You know, the Aeronauts. There's, I, there's a huge gap here of stuff. That's like I just Wouldn't even come across my radar. The movies Not that he's fun. done, he is as revered an actor as somebody like Daniel Day-Lewis. He's He just constantly is getting not getting nominated for oscars he's yeah, constantly being making films and being in films that are considered extremely important um his performance in this was great and you could tell he, he played like this like uber white college frat kind of it's like california style he's like it's like come on man let's go and do whatever and let's do this and i don't think that's gonna work it's like he because he's british so yeah. He he totally transformed himself into somebody completely different. And uh he he gets noticed for that quite often, as he should. He's not even nominated for this. All I know is that he's been working since the turn of the century, and uh <laughs> uh this film was the first time I actually recognized him. That's funny. And it, it says more about me than him. I'm not trying to make any <laughs> So um as we stand so far, I'm only one film away from watching all the best best picture. Films. Um what haven't I seen yet? What are the nominations? I have not seen The Father. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Mank yet. Those are the only two I haven't seen. Guess which one I haven't watched yet. Mank. No. Oh, The Father? No, no. I, I told you last week that what I really didn't want to see. Oh, you haven't watched, watched Sound of Metal yet? Nope. That's the last one. That's the last one, huh? Just gritting my teeth, yeah trying to and, remember and, i think yeah the father because we you know you sound of metal is for you you're like ah, i'm really i'm really not interested i, I kind of don't care the father is the film that i just don't care about watching i that film broke me really i don't even want to talk about it oh boy <laughs> look at that shit but so but with that um having six out of the seven um Six out of the eight. Seven out of the eight. Seven out of the eight best pictures. That means I'm I'm only missing one best director, one original 
screenplay. And the best director, I'm assuming, is the film that's not nominated for best picture. Correct. That's that other round. Yeah. Um, best cinematography. I've seen everything except News of the World, which I don't plan on watching. <laughs> I want to watch it looks, that. It looks fucking boring. No, I, I, listen. I think you, you might be surprised. Oh, I think that's it for categories I might have closed out. Oh, best film editing. All I have left is Sound of Metal. I'm starting to fill up categories. There you go. Got to squeeze Ma Rainey's Black Bottom in there. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, he... um, I don't know if he'll get an Oscar for Best Actor posthumously. It's only happened twice before. Heath Ledger for Supporting and What's-His-Face from Network. Oh, yeah. Uh, Those are the only two times it's happened, I believe. No, I think it happened one other time. I don't remember. I think it's happened. Well, I remember that it's happened three times. That's good enough. All right. Good enough for me. It's good enough. Um, So what are we going to review next week? Do you want to talk about that off camera or? No, let's do it real real quick right now. All All we have left is is we have the father. The father. Mank. Mank. Promising Young Woman. And Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. So the pairings. Now, I said Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal would be paired and The Father and Mank. Right. So, and I, and and I thought... Um, Sound of Metal and Mank and The Father and Promising Young Woman. Right, because Sound of Metal and Mank are both about uh, self-destructive um, artists. Yeah, I guess so. And I was saying the father and Mank because both lead characters in that are falling apart in their own ways. And Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal are, the way I described it was, she has an agenda, she is on a quote-unquote mission, he lost his hearing, he is hell-bent on trying to get it back. Or as I like to call it, the last two films that didn't match up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what, what mine are two. Um, that's what my promising young woman and the father is. Then they didn't match up. So what do you want to do? Either one of those two. We have two. We have no, two, I know. We have, uh, so you know what? I've we'll, almost seen all of them. I don't care. We'll match them any way you want. How's that? I don't care anymore. No. <laughs> is is there something specific you want to you want to go over next? Uh, not. I mean, I haven't seen. Well, let's put it this way: if if we put together uh, Sound of Metal and Mank, yeah, it's the next two weeks will be easy for me because I've seen Sound of Metal, and I haven't seen Mank, so I just have let's to watch that. Mank, and then. So- if we put the father and promising young woman together, I've seen promising young woman and I haven't seen the father, so I'll only have to watch one movie in the next every next this this week coming and the following week. So, what two are reviewing next? Um, let's do let's do Mank and the Sound of Metal. Okay. All right. That way, you watch your last film, you get it out of the way. And we'll review it. That way, we can review um, Promising Young Woman and The Father last. Right. And probably I'll line up 
Promising Young Woman as the last film we review. And I don't think I have anything to update on the um, Razzie. I don't think I've watched any Razzie nominations since we've talked about them last. I don't think I, I don't. I don't think I have either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you haven't. I, I don't. I haven't. Although, uh, <laughs> one of the two I have to watch next is on your Plex. Oh, really? Which one Too is that? Little. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, somebody was watching um, that the doc, the documentary. Um, the everything is going to be fought. No, everything's under control or something like that. I forget what it, exactly what it was called. The, the, it was the Trump documentary. Okay. Um, oh, absolute proof. Abs- no, not absolute proof. But one of those. It was okay. one of those. Somebody was watching it and left it paused for a day and a half. Sounds like my parents. So, I killed that. I killed that. I'm like, there's no. I'm sorry. It's like my hard drives are too expensive to have something paused for a day and a half. It happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've been concentrating more on Oscars. I've I haven't caught up on my uh, Razzies. But next episode, hopefully, I'll have some Razzie updates on right. what I've seen. So next episode is The Sound of Metal and Mank. So yes, I could probably get Mayor to watch Mank with me. Probably. I'm tired of watching this shit on my computer screen. I, I want to watch it on, on, on TV, on my couch. It just, and it's on Netflix. Uh, it is on Netflix. Yes, it is. So, all right. Let's go ahead and end this. Uh, right. We gave Trial of Chicago 7 and 8, which uh, I feel is deserved. Yeah, me too. I, I wouldn't go higher than that. Um, I don't know. Will we go higher than an 8 this year? Sometimes we don't. Oh, I don't think so. Sometimes we don't. So, all right. Uh, Moviesactastic.com. You can listen to the show there. You can uh, download the show there. You can go to iTunes. You can get the show there as well. You can go to Facebook.com slash Moviesactastic. You can also go and do a search in your your favorite search engine for Moviesactastic, and we come up literally everywhere. There are so many places to get the show. Um, You can leave us email the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com. You can leave us voicemail, 908-514-4470. If you want the Android app for your phone or tablet, you can go to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk. And you can get that, throw that on there. The iTunes feed works perfectly on it. Some other things don't go working on the app, too. Um, and uh, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Uh, overruled. Overruled. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll, we'll talk to you next week when we review Mank and the Sound of Metal. Or That's sound actually metal. what the Sound of Metal is. Yeah. Mank. Ching. Ching. Mank. Ching. Mank. Mank. <laughs> All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Mank.